Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Welcome to the Daily Ding. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. With me today is Jovan Buha, Lakers beat writer for The Athletic. Jovan, what's up, man? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for coming on. The uh, The Lakers can't stay out of the news, man. They're just <laughs> always always trying to peek their head in, you know, when it's like, oh, we got this big Donovan Mitchell deal. It's like, well, but what's going on with the Lakers? Like, but the Lakers don't do that have anything to do with this. They kind of did. Uh, there was some reporting on the Mitchell trade specifically that they were trying to be a third team in the mix, like trying to to latch on to the uh, to the back bumper of this trade. Um, but they've they've done some stuff this summer. They extended LeBron James. They did the Patrick Beverly deal. They've hired Darvin Ham. Uh, but the roster seems unsettled. Like, what are the odds that this is the roster they take into training camp? Uh, that, that it's the roster that they take into training camp. I'd, I'd say is around fifty fifty right now. Okay, uh, is the roster you know post trade deadline? I would say 20 percent. You know, yeah. I, I think that that's pretty. I mean. They're at 13 guys now, so I think at a minimum they'll add one more player. Uh, you know that could be converting one of their two-way guys into the 14th spot or sign, just signing a free agent. But uh, I think they are going to continue to explore potential Russell Westbrook deals heading into training camp. Uh, the, the issue is that training camp currently is 20 days away, so yep. they are running out of time. And I think to your point about the Mitchell trade. That was like a sweet spot for them where you could have gotten into this bigger trade where think about all the assets that Utah was going to be getting from New York. And I I know there's some conflicting reporting on that, but I think in that case, the Lakers probably could have just sent one pick to Utah, Mm -hmm. gotten a couple guys back, maybe someone from New York. And now because there's already so many assets being sent this way and that way you don't have to attach as much whereas in a singular trade uh, you know if if they're dealing with utah one-on-one i think utah is going to ask for the moon which is both laker first and and the lakers have no interest in doing that if it's not a clear upgrade like a miles turner buddy healed or or a Kyrie trade so i think that's where it gets a little trickier now that they weren't able to attach themselves to a bigger deal like that uh, you know, I, I think right now, obviously, the, the two big potential deals are something with Utah or the Indiana deal. But, uh, you know, the Indiana deal, they uh, are, are, you know, those talks are cold right now. I think that's maybe something that the week heading into training camp could heat up again. Uh, and then with, with Utah, I think it's a matter of haggling over picks. And, you know, Danny Ainge, uh, th- there's no love loss there, but, you know, with his history with the Celtics and the Lakers. So I don't think he's going to do the Lakers any favors. And I know the Lakers kind of looking at it 
Bogdanovich is, you know, solid player. Mike Conley, I think, is better than than people give him credit for because of his contract. Even if you throw in a guy like Rudy Gay or someone else, like that's interesting, and maybe it makes you a better team. But is that worth a first round pick, two first round picks? I, I don't know, and that's the the question the Lakers are weighing right now. Is Miles Turner like the top level of player that they're looking at right now with using those unprotected picks? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm sure they'd love to add a better fitting third star, but uh, I think once the, the Kyrie situation was settled, that kind of went off the table. So yeah, and I think if you if you just look at it, like Miles Turner, three and D, big, young, uh, expiring contract, so you you would have to resign him. But there's been some Miles to LA buzz for the past couple of years, yep. uh, you know, around the last couple of trade deadlines. And I just think he's someone that would fit great around LeBron and AD and, and just imagining a AD Miles Turner, uh, you know, defensive backline, like that's probably the best four or five defensive combo in the league, you know, if not clearly that. So um, I think for the Lakers right now, the, the concern is probably like they profile as an average team on offense and a below average team on defense. And you know, getting a Miles Turner, I, I think, really elevates you to you can at least be an elite defensive team and probably get by offensively in that like 10 to 15 range. So I think right now they need to shore up at least one end or the other. And and honestly, that trade makes them better because also Buddy Heald, you know, and an elite yeah. shooter. So I think that that's their ideal outcome. It, it just seems like with what Indiana wants um and where the talks were, you know, back in July, I just, I'm not sure how realistic that is currently. So what do they want? Like, what's the holdup on that deal? That's a, that's a deal that everyone's talked about for a long time. Like, what's it, what would it take for Indy to like finally bite on that deal? Well, there, there's some conflicting intel out there because um, I, I've heard that Indy wants to compete and mm-hmm. I, I think they would view this trade as a downgrade in uh the quality of the roster although i think you can make like i would almost make the counterpoint like if you give russ the keys this is like the exact type of roster you know we've seen him have success with in okc in washington like kind of those scrappy underdog situations where maybe there isn't as much talent and he can be the guy and go get you his 30 point triple doubles like i still think he's capable of that i I just think Obviously, the role that the Lakers are asking him to play as the third banana, as a guy who has to sacrifice a lot, play off the ball, do these certain things that have never really been his strengths. Um, you know, I think that's where the, the the fit issue is. So, I think that's a big holdup. Um, I think the Lakers were not even considering throwing in both picks until more recently. So, but but at that point, those talks had kind of slowed down. So, I think. And it's still a question of of whether the Lakers would actually give up both picks uh, to to Indiana. So um, I think that there's been some conflicting intel on Indiana's motivation in, in terms of do they want to be a playing team or are they tanking for next year? Indiana is one of those franchises that is just never really tanked. If if you go through, like look yeah. at their go on Basketball Reference, look at the last thirty years, Indiana has never really been that bad. Like a bad season for Indiana is like twenty eight thirty wins. Like they, they've always right. kind of been solid. So that's it's one the first thing. time they picked in the top 10 in like yeah. forever. Yeah. So like Indiana is always solid. And, um, you know, the, the other thing is, is the availability of uh, both Buddy and Miles together. And, and is it more of 
they want to keep one of them and they're willing to trade one or are they willing to trade both of them? Uh, mm -hmm. Because, you know, Buddy has a solid contract. Miles is an expiring. They've had offers for Miles in the past that they've turned down. And, and I, I feel like there might be a sentiment from them that they're selling a little bit low on him in, in that trade. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think from the Lakers perspective, that's definitely the number one deal for them currently uh, as, you know, number one possibility. But whether that they can get that done in the next three weeks, based on where the talks have been at recently, I would say I'm skeptical on that, but it could certainly change. And, and from what I've heard for basically the last month plus, it's been that kind of week leading into training camp is, is when you might see more desperation from the Lakers just because the reality is setting in. Like we have the situation with Russ, which is not great. Mm -hmm. You know, do we want to enter training camp with this? And I know publicly they've said yes, but I think behind the scenes that there are different conversations going on. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from another retirement account with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some legal info. Claim as of Q1 2024 validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to special terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker. Broker dealer. Yeah, they made this trade for Patrick Beverly, which I think it obviously fits really well with LeBron and AD. He's a role player. He's gritty. He is a floor spacer. He's like kind of everything they need. However, if you were to say what which player could we trade for would antagonize Russell Westbrook the most in the NBA, it's Patrick Beverly. So like where where are we with Westbrook? Because that obviously you can like public facing, you can say, Oh, they're fine. They're working out together. They've talked, whatever. These dudes haven't liked each other for a long time. And this isn't just, I know Jeannie Buss had mentioned this is like a Kobe Bryant, Matt Barnes situation. Like Matt Barnes didn't, you know, cause Kobe Bryant to like miss out on a championship window. You know, like he, Patrick Beverly ran into Russell Westbrook, his meniscus tour, and that they were the title favorites that year. And so he has like real reasons to be like mad at this dude, not like this dude. And they've kind of gone back and forth for years. So I just wonder, like, where where are we? Like, is it is it possible I mean, that Westbrook suits up for the Lakers? What is that? What does that even look like? 
Yeah, I mean, if you go on YouTube, there's a a ten minute video of the the history of the beef with yes. Russ and Pat, and like, right? This is this is closer to like Michael Jordan and and Bill Lambeer teaming up sure. to play together, right? Like, yes. I, I think it's it's you need that, like you know the, the you know Kobe and, and Matt Barnes. It, it was a fun uh, you, you had the ball fake, and that was like a fun moment. But like that was not really a beat like. This has been, I mean, again, the, the image I, I bring up when I've been asked about this recently is the last time these two guys faced each other, we were in Minnesota or, you know, the Lakers are in Minnesota. I was, I was at the game and that was the game that Pat ruthlessly mocked Russ and, and Russ had an air ball and you had Cat looking up uh, and, and, you know, is there a drift of wind in here? And then you had Pat running to the Lakers bench, holding his nose saying he's trash and and afterward uh Russ kind of deflected a couple times when asked about it but then finally like the third time he caved and it was just basically like what has anyone in that locker room ever done you know like th- right. they like what can they say to me that that anyone in that locker room and like and then Pat saw that uh, tweeted that and quote tweeted that and uh talked about his playoff success so like um, you know, I, I know that there's been some reporting that they've already talked and and are are on better terms, and uh, th- we're about to talk to to Pat later today at his introductory press conference, and mm-hmm. I'm sure there'll be some updates on on their dynamic, and I'm sure he'll sing Russ's praises. But I've also felt it, it's been more of a Russ issue than a Pat issue, where sure. you know I, I think because um, I was covering you know the, the Clippers and. I think there there was a point where you know Pat had been asked about it a little bit and and he wasn't really taking the bait, but then as the beef continued, I think it it started to become personal for Pat. And at some point, it was kind of like, all right, well, if this guy really doesn't like me, I'm not going to like him. As you know, like it kind of became mutual. But mm-hmm. it's always been driven more from the Russ side, dating back to the OKC Houston series, and mm-hmm. um, you know he had the Pat Bev trick y'all and and you yep. know that that quote. So mm-hmm. I, I think. It's it's really interesting because if if you were trying to alienate Russ, this is the the guy you would bring in. Um, but I, I would, I think with Russ, the Lakers are prepared to make the best of it because I I think they don't want to make a bad trade just to make a bad trade. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the, the counter that you can make is that it's just such a bad fit that you know I, I feel like you are risking. If you are looking at it, because I, I think just because they bring him into training camp doesn't mean they're not going to trade him, doesn't mean he's going to be on the roster. But if they do do that, uh, you are risking like, what if there's a repeat of last year? And and what if it just the fit is so bad that you are, you know, a, a play in quality team? And is that are you willing to waste another year of LeBron's career, potentially the last great year left? I mean, who knows with LeBron, right? But uh, right. he, he said he wants to play till 45. Like, so we'll, we'll see, you know, 43, 45. But I think with, with Russ, it's like, I mean, they're in a tough spot. And, uh, you know, with, with Pat, like, do you start those two guys together? Uh, I know that there's a report that Darwin is going to consider that. I'm Darwin speaking to us today. So I'm sure we'll get some more insight on that. But like, that's a pretty small backcourt uh, for a team that's already not great defensively. So there's a lot of questions with Russ. Um, you know, I, I had heard murmurs that they would potentially consider at some point if he doesn't buy in sending him home and, and, yeah. you know, maybe bringing him into training camp, seeing how things go. And if they're not on the same page, just 
you know, a John Wall type situation. Um, the Lakers have, have pushed back on that in, in some reporting since then. So we'll, we'll see. But uh, I think th- there's a lot of questions with the Russ situation, but it's been clear, like he's been in all these trade packages that they've been offering. Obviously, yep. he's, he's been the centerpiece. So um, the fact that, you know, publicly they've kind of said he's part of the core and they're working on it. Like, yes, but they've also been trying to trade him all summer. So yeah. t- take that for, for what it's worth. Well, I think we know for sure the Lakers will just continue to be in the news. Be sure to go follow Jovan's writing at The Athletic and stay locked in to all of our podcasts here on The Athletic NBA Show. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.